Hello, and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I'm glad you're listening today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through this Victory Briefing. Keeping the Enemy Out There's an enemy trying to penetrate your life. But you can build a strong barricade to keep those evil forces on the outside. This Bible study will give you practical steps for using the Word of God for a victorious life. Keep the devil out of your head, house, health, and your finances. Being sober-minded will keep you from being devoured. In 1 Peter 5.8, Peter describes the activity of the devil when he tries to get into our lives. At the time this verse was written, the Apostle Peter was an old man, and he was writing to share common-sense advice to the people of God about how to live. He said, Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. When you see the word devour in this verse, you probably visualize a lion devouring the meat of an animal that he's already killed. But the Greek word for devour is from a root word, which actually means to drink. So this is a picture of a lion hovering over a carcass of a dead beast. The meat is already gone, and the lion is licking up the remaining liquid. Peter used this word to tell us what the devil wants to do to us. He wants to mess us up, take us down, totally consume us until there's nothing left. Now, any pastor can tell you that they have seen lives that were devoured by the devil. Very often, those things happened because a believer left a door open for the devil to get into their life. This is so serious, and the potential for destruction is so real, that Peter began his verse by saying, Be sober. In the context of a satanic attack, what does that mean? The word sober is from the Greek word nepho, which means many things. To be sober or not drunk. It means to think straight and not like a clumsy drunk. It means to be free of stupid thinking. Therefore, able to have presence of mind and clear judgment. It means to be in control rather than being controlled by urges, impulses, whims, and fluctuating emotions. This word means to have your wits about you, to be able to guard your spirit and not give way to foolish behavior, meaningless conversations, and detrimental decisions. The word sober means to be serious-minded. Let's look at five more key verses in the New Testament where this word nepho is used. We'll be looking at 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 6 and 8, and 2 Timothy 4, verse 5, and 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, and chapter 4, verse 7. Let's start with 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 6. So then let's not sleep as others do, but let's be alert and sober. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 6, Paul used this Greek word to describe responsible living in light of the Lord's coming. He said, Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Considering what sober means in the Greek, 
we could translate this verse. Let us watch and think clearly, not like clumsy drunks who drop their guard and make foolish mistakes. Paul used this word again a couple verses later in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 8, when he said, But since we are of the day, let's be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Now this could actually be translated, But let us who are of the day be clear and rational in our thinking. Now in 2 Timothy 4, verse 5, we find another place where Paul urged Timothy to be very level-headed. He said, But as for you, use self-restraint in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. And the King James says, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and make full proof of thy ministry. The phrase watch now is from that Greek word nepho, and that verse would be better translated, keep your head on straight, get a grip on yourself, and think straight, be steady. Although this verse was originally written to Timothy, Paul was prophesying that there would be a lot of nonsensical thinking in the last days, and boy, have we seen some lately. Today, people are irrational and no longer thinking straight. They're intoxicated by the spirit of the world, and their thinking is off course. So for us, this verse means, don't be affected by the spirit of the age. Don't be intoxicated with the rest of the world. Be free from the spirit of the age, the wrong thinking and deception that is in the world. Another use of nepho is in 1 Peter 1, verse 13, which says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. To gird up the loins, a man would bend his knees a bit, reach down between his legs and grab the back part of the robe at the ground. Then he would pull that up between his legs and tuck it in his girdle or belt. This allowed him to run or work without getting tangled up in his robe. Peter is saying here that you need to prepare your mind for action. This is talking about to be ready, make ready, with your mind and affections, gird up. Today we might say, you need to use your head, think, get your head out of the sand and take action. The Greek word translated be sober the word be is a definite decision. It means to begin to do this now, don't just try. We be sober. It's a command, basically to abstain from wine, and it means to keep sober in spirit. Keep sober in spirit also means to be self-controlled, watchful. Don't ever surrender your hope in the promised salvation. The revelation of Jesus Christ in this verse is talking about his return what we call the rapture. A good runner would tuck those loose ends under his loin belt so that his legs could move freely. And this verse is saying, grab all the dangling ends of your life, all those loose places, your distractions, everything that would hinder your race, and get them out of the way so that you can run freely and attain your goal. Then 1 Peter 1.13 continues, Be sober, the word sober, could be translated this way. 
Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind and put away irresponsible and foolish thinking that leads to bad decisions. Think straight, not like a clumsy drunk. Really, this verse is calling us to responsible living. Because the Lord is coming again, and we have a race to run before he returns. Now, 1 Peter 4, 7 is also a call to responsible living in light of Christ's soon return. It says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. The King James Version says, But at the end of all things at hand, be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. The word sober is again that Greek word nepho, and the first part of the verse could be translated like this. Be free from the intoxication of the world. Why? Because when a person becomes intoxicated, he drops his guard. It becomes a time of fun and leads to foolishness. He makes bad decisions and bad things happen. This brings us back to our main verse in 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Throughout the New Testament, especially in Paul and Peter's writings, the word sober is primarily used as a warning to get a grip on things, to think straight, not like a silly drunk. Let's decrease some things. I choose to have presence of mind and clear judgment, being in control rather than being controlled by urges, impulses, whims, and fluctuating emotions. I am determined to keep sober in spirit and be serious-minded. I control my thoughts so that when things look hopeless, I'm not distracted by bad news or panic in the world. I don't lose hope. I gird up the loins of my mind by actively thinking on, anticipating, and being ready for the return of Jesus. I set my mind on a living hope and a sure salvation, and there is no room for the devil. I constantly set my mind on things above and continually study God's Word and stay in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope you are subscribed and will make it a part of your ministry to share this message with others. God bless you, my friend. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net. Mm-hmm.